Gavanan. Welcome, friends, to the seventh episode of the Lord of the Rungs podcast, the only Tolkien podcast the professor himself would dismiss as juvenile and crass. I am Dan Zerby here with my co-host and good friend Sean Kelly, and we will together be discussing the writings, adaptation, news, and anything else involving the works of J.R.R. Tolkien in a matter we're quite confident he would not approve of. Hi. How's it going today, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, How are you, Sean? Is everybody me? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, you're the only one listening in, <laughs> unless uh, you unless you got a secret producer that I don't know about. Yeah, uh, Jeremy's <laughs> just sitting right over my shoulder here, <laughs> listening in on everything, but not commenting. So yeah, he hi, is Jeremy. not helpful. Hi, I think Jeremy. <laughs> uh, yeah, everything's good. I I just I was gonna ask you, how's your tattoo doing? Oh yeah, my tattoo is it's uh been fully healed for a little while now. I'm very happy with how it came out. I had a uh, a couple months ago I had a cover up tattoo done. I years ago got a free uh Celtic knot tattooed on my right arm. No, nothing like a free tattoo. Yeah, well, you know, you have, someone has to learn and they're not going to charge in case they screw it up and it was not screwed up, but um yeah, it was well executed. It was it was not what it you was, wanted. It was fine. Yeah, I just didn't really want that particular tattoo anymore. So I had the cover art from the first edition of Lord of the Rings that Tolkien himself drew tattooed over it as a cover up. And it looks awesome. I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah, I think it looks good. Thanks. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'd like to get a some kind of Tolkien related tattoo, but I'm not sure what uh Right. Yeah, I I mean I'd probably get something uh related to the Dunedain, but there's not a lot mm. of uh confirmed symbology or anything there. <laughs> I think you mean symbolism. Uh no, I was talking about the Dan Brown study of uh <laughs> <symbolism>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you uh, get some angels and demons tattooed on it. <laughs> yeah, but it's somehow token related. Yeah, I'll get some Myar and, uh, <laughs> and stuff yeah. Like that too, yeah, yeah, some wizards and uh, and Balrogs, maybe. <laughs> I was thinking more like along the lines of uh, uh, like Bilbo's face from the movie, like tattooed on my butt cheek uh, when he when he goes to take the ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just Martin Freeman looking uh, unsettled on your on your ass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that's more in line with uh, you know what, what Tolkien would have been interested in. So. Oh yeah, he was he was I'm sure a tattoo guy for sure. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I'd I'd be willing to get like a, a golem uh, down on my Ooh. on my butt cheek if uh, I don't know we can set some milestone like I, yeah, uh, I hopefully should. an unachievable one. Let's say like a hundred thousand <laughs> followers or subscribers or whatever, and, and I'll get yeah, like right, yeah. Oh man, yeah. We'll get we'll get we'll get tattoos of of, of whatever <laughs> listeners as long as we have a large enough. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's an incentive just for people to listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yes, I, I can't wait for this person that I've never seen to get a tattoo <laughs> on their on their ass of yeah. Gollum or something. <laughs> Well, there's no point putting it off. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> we, we all know to what's our coming podcast now. before. <laughs> yeah, if you've heard our show before, you know what's about to happen. It's time to pop on our dunce caps and head on over to Corrections Corner. You can hear my shameful shuffling from here. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I'm just going to go to my show notes so I can read all of the corrections that we have for today. (laughs) We actually have a few more than we usually do because we have some real ones. Um, Yeah. Sean, do you want to start us off? Yeah. um, So (laughs) this, this this one was expected. So I um yeah. I did a little research. Turns out Tolkien did not uh in fact invent emojis. Yeah. I, that that sounds as ridiculous as it sounds for the the professor of languages himself to have not invented emojis. Turns out they were invented in 1999 by Shigetaka Kurita. Ah, a Japanese fella. Eh? Yeah. Um <laughs> Who would have guessed that the word emoji? Yeah, I don't don't think Tolkien had a cell phone. Um, Uh, It does not seem likely. uh, You know, we can... can... The the man struggled (laughs) with a typewriter. (laughs) Yeah, I I think uh, we could pretty confidently say he didn't, but if you care to explore that uh, in your fun fact at the end of the uh, the episode, you can do a little quick research, but... Yeah, yeah, so that was... uh, that was honestly baseless and false. And for that, yeah. I uh, submit myself to punishment in the corner of correction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're still waiting on your uh, on your emails, everybody. So <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, if, yeah. yeah, I'm sure we'll have more to correct after. But uh, speaking of yeah. which. Uh, uh, yeah, I have, a, I have a couple of my own. I made, made a few uh, mistakes last episode. So I was involved in one of them. Yes, well, but, uh, it, was, it was it was both of us this one. So we were talking about how it would have been a really bad idea for uh, Sam or Frodo to put the ring on and the passive Kirith Ungle. Um, and Sam does exactly that thing once he thinks Frodo has died and he hears <laughs> the uh, orcs coming. Um, I, I submit it's still a bad idea. That yeah, I don't think we were wrong was, with. Yeah, I mean, it, it did work out, but um, yeah, it you could you could argue that it, it wasn't the, the the best decision. Yeah, especially since you know he had his elvish cloak on and he's a hobbit, uh, so yeah, he's pretty good at there. being unseen. Yeah, but so yeah, mm-hmm. Sam does in fact put the ring on uh in on the steps of Kirithungal. So, uh, and the other correction we had is that I think I said that Tom Shippy was the um person who edited and put together uh letters by J.R.R. Tolkien but I was incorrect that is Humphrey Carpenter and uh I highly recommend uh, you picking up that book it's um it's really interesting there's a lot of really cool things you know uh Tolkien really goes into a lot of stuff about the legendarium he answers like fan letters and questions that they have and you also get to see a bit of his personality which is very fun. <laughs> he had a way yeah, with he, words. Yeah, he well, he certainly did. But I mean, his yeah. um, his voice is comes through a lot in those letters, and uh, yeah, very and his very strong opinions. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's a pretty opinionated fella, and uh, you know, I can even think you know some of the things that he says. I'm like, I think this guy might have been a bit of a contrarian, which I appreciate as a bit of a contrarian myself. <laughs> yeah, Serbia, I realize. 
you have a lot in common with the professor in, in some ways. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a few things. <laughs> and then there's a lot of things I do not have in common with the professor. <laughs> yes, yes. But, uh, th- yeah, certain philosophies, I would say. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah there, there are a few things there for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so... So that does think, do it for corrections corner. I yeah, think, I think we can doss as far the as caps we know. Those are the only corrections that we know we had to make. <laughs> I'm sure there's more. There's probably the, a couple more, but it, those are the ones we caught. They're lurking in the eaves. So uh, this is why we need fan engagement. So remember to send your emails to Lord just of the Rings. Keep Wrong us podcast. in check. <laughs> yeah, just send us an email at the Lord. Uh, excuse me, not, not no the just Lord of the Wrongs podcast at gmail.com. There we go. Uh, yeah. So I thought we'd kick things off for our theme today with a little bit of a quiz, Zerby. Uh-oh. A pop quiz? Oh, jeez. Don't pretend like you don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if, we'll see We'll see how I do, actually. <laughs> then I'll decide uh, I, 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 I have a feeling you're going to do just fine here. Uh, <laughs> it, it's... Should I cover my show notes? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you'll need them, but... You know, if every pop quiz was uh, about Tolkien growing up, I think you probably would have liked them more now. Yeah, although to be fair, growing up, I probably wouldn't have done very well because I really didn't become this big of a nerd until, uh, I mean, really, the last five years. (laughs) Yeah, well, was I if I hadn't read through The Lord of the Rings yet? Yeah, that's true. Was I really a man? (laughs) Let's not belittle half our audience, sir. So... Sorry. All right, I've got a, I've got okay, a. Okay, if you haven't read it, it's okay. <laughs> I've got Men a series of questions. All right, stop digging yourself a hole. There's, <laughs> I got a series out. of questions, uh, for a quiz, a game. I guess I'm calling true, false, or truth for some, but not all. Oh God. <laughs> yes, yeah, nice and complicated. <laughs> so uh, the Astari uh, is what we're talking about today. Yes, the wonderful wizards there were. Uh, nice alliteration. Yeah, Beautiful. thank you, sir. Thank you. No, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so I figured I'd just ask a couple of, uh, you know, pitch a couple over the plate to you to um, right. set the set the tone and uh, yeah, get a little info in the process. So All let's right. start Fire off with the, probably the easiest one. Uh, the Astari are Meyer. Uh, True. Yeah. Wait, was that the whole thing? Yeah, that's it. The okay. Star yeah. Or Maya. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They. Um. Yeah. We've we've discussed this before. Yeah, uh, we've talked about the, the Maya. They are effectively the you know angels of of Tolkien, and they were sent yeah. to Middle Earth to uh, help us out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next question. Uh, all right. The Astari did their jobs. Uh, true for one, but not for all. Yes, yeah, true yeah. for some, but not all. Um, Why don't we have drops right now? <laughs> I would just love to hear a ding, ding, ding right after that. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I could do. I could just kind of. I'll do the ding, ding, ding for the next one if you get okay. it right. If if I get it right. Yeah. So uh, Gandalf is the only one who really stuck to his task and, yeah, uh, and truly and accomplished. Yeah. yeah. Yes, indeed. And that's why we love them so much. Part of the reasons. 
one of the many. Uh, you know, in, in a similar vein, you know, true, false, true for some, but not all. Uh, the Astari are given rings of power. True for one, but not all. And once again, Gandalf. Ding, ding, ding. Thank you. Uh, yes, <laughs> I, I almost, forgot, almost forgot. Almost <laughs> forgot. Yeah, yeah, Gandalf. Gandalf has uh, the elvish ring of fire. Yes. Arya. Uh, and, uh, you know, because... Uh, Kirdan, one of the oldest elves out there. Such an old it. elf that he actually has a beard. Little fact. Yeah. The I'm only, sure was, I, think the, I think the only elf described as having a having I'm a sure beard. it was rakish. That's how I'm thinking of it. I'm imagining it. Like a like yeah. a Doctor Strange sort of ensemble. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. Uh, He's got Iron Man facial. He's got Tony Stark facial. Yes, hair. that's what I'm thinking. It's got some like wild <laughs> yeah, like geometry to yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So he. Yeah. He's he's given a ring of power, but it's because he's the only one who deserved it. I mean, once again, falling yeah. off the last one because he did his job. Yeah, he sure did. Everyone and, else, uh, uh, yeah, failed. Yeah, uh, pretty miserably in some cases. So. <laughs> yeah, indeed. We'll get into that in a bit. And uh, my last, uh, my last question here: uh, the Astari formed a power metal band, the Wiz Kids. True, false? Oh. You know, I mean, really, we don't know that none of them were in a band, so it's possible that they were. But uh, as far as the writings go, I would, I would say false. Ding, ding, ding! It is hey! false. Yeah, well done, Serbi. Thank you. you know, I, Christopher I, I, Lee was in a band. But, Sorry, what uh, Christopher Lee was in a band, but um, yeah. I don't think the Wizards, certainly if they were in a band, it was not formed, you know, as five together as a group, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 It's too bad. It'd be pretty awesome. It'd be a yeah. great name, by the way, WizKids. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I, I just thought of that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty right. great. So, so with that, I guess we can get into the actual information about <laughs> not this fake prog rock band. That... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we know there wasn't one. So if we just slowly <laughs> yeah. go through everything that uh, they didn't do and has nothing to do with them, we can just process of elimination and form everybody. But yeah. it might be easier to just sort of describe them, uh, you know, from the get go here. Yeah. So you want to take it away? Sure, yeah. All right, so the Istari. Now, the word canonically, uh, wizard, comes from Istar, which means wise one or wizard. <laughs> so uh, in the year Third Age 1000, Manwe, which you might remember as the king of the Valar, learns of Sauron's return. At the end of the Second Age, he kind of... Uh, well, you know what happens if you've seen Lord of the Rings at the very beginning. He uh, gets his butt kicked by uh, by by Elendil, Gilgalad, and and Isildur. But he Manway learns of Sauron's return in the year Third Age one thousand, and he decides to put together a team, an elite team. Yeah, you might think of them as the Expendables of Middle Earth. <laughs> I'm picturing the uh, <laughs> scene from. <laughs> the <laughs> yes and just just as quality a team i'm, I'm picturing the scene uh 
I mean, I know they did a bit on it in uh, Rick and Morty, but uh, the you son of a bitch I made. <laughs> and they're yeah, like, the, the doing the predator head. handshakes all across. Yeah. What, that was, you uh, son of a bitch I am in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was yeah, that Ocean's Eleven or something? I don't even remember. Yeah, the they were making fun of just heist movies in general yeah, yeah. in that episode, but yeah. Um, so they're going on a heist. <laughs> okay, that's uh, so, hang on. No, wait, no, yeah, no. Sorry, no, we're, getting, <laughs> we're getting our wires crossed here. Okay, so Manway decides to put a team together and basically asks for a couple of volunteers uh, from the Maiar to uh, go to Middle Earth to try to uh, combat Sauron. And there are really only two volunteers uh, initially. One is a Maya by the name of Kurumo who would later be known as Saruman. The other was a Maya known as Alatar, uh, who would become one of the Blue Wizards. Now you might be wondering, what about the other ones? There's five. That's correct. Manwe specifically asked for a Maya named Olorin to go. And Olorin, we will eventually learn to know his name as Gandalf, a.k.a. Mithrandir, a.k.a. the Grey Wanderer, a.k.a. Gandalf Graham. <laughs> yeah, what do the dwarves call him? Probably starts with a K. <laughs> and something. Uh, yeah. Tharkoon, <laughs> dwarves yeah. love their yeah. Tharkoon. Tharkoon uh, yeah. is what the dwarves call Gandalf. And when Manway t- asks, uh, requests this of him, uh, he says, I don't really want to do that because <laughs> he uh, feels he is weak and he is afraid of Sauron. And uh, Manway tells him that's exactly why you should be going. Just like your mom saying you have to try new things. <laughs> it's like, come on, go yeah. go get your your galoshes on. We're going out. <laughs> it's like, you'll be fine. You can do this. <laughs> you can fight Sauron. <laughs> yeah. Um, Just like every mother tells their kid, you could, you could take on the Dark Lord. <laughs> just got to get out of bed. You just have to believe in yourself. <laughs> yeah, you have to try. Just uh, a so, disclaimer. Um, yeah, you, you can't take on the Dark Lord. Uh, uh, I, yeah, I really wouldn't recommend it. Unless yeah, just, and uh, don't send your kids to do that either unless they're in my R. Yeah, or perhaps uh, the lost king of an ancient realm, you know. <laughs> and then yeah, I guess he was probably told that a chance, perhaps. But, yeah. <laughs> but yes, uh, for most of us out there, don't try to take on any dark lords. Yeah, yeah, any of them <laughs> of the many out there. Uh, so that le- so that leaves us with two more wizards. What are the other two wizards? Well. Alatar is basically told, you can bring a friend. <laughs> so he yeah. gets his buddy Palando. And yeah, uh, they, they just kind of screw off. And I mean, they're together the whole time. So I yeah, guess they, they were buddies. Yeah. I mean, so they, they go far east. And uh, yeah, we don't well, know. What, we don't know what happens to them. We know they didn't succeed in their task. But uh, yeah, we we'll circle know. back to them. But yeah, um, we'll talk about them a little bit more later. So the last wizard, of course, is a Maya known as Iwendil. Uh, once he arrives in Middle Earth, known as Radagast. Uh, yeah, so guy who you, we saw with the giant rabbits and the poop on his head and the yeah, and the Hobbit films. Yeah, I feel like uh, as silly as Radagast may be, I think I still feel like they did him a little bit dirty. That was, that was a li- maybe a touch. Too silly. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a bit much. Yeah, the sledge pulled by uh, rabbits and such is a little 
a little mm. silly, but kind of cool. I didn't hate that part actually, but yeah, that part I didn't hate. Maybe yeah. the bird so, in his hat was weird, but anyway, yeah, yeah and having a, a pet hedgehog named Sebastian that was <laughs> that was a very odd, oh, uh, a g- great name for a hedgehog, weird, but weird in angle Hitler, for, yeah. the, for the <laughs> for the for yeah. the character. It was, yeah, it was all very strange. Anyway, so Radagast goes um, by request of Yavanna. Now you might remember Yavanna, uh, wife of Aule, is uh, she is the the Vala who created all the birds beasts uh plants and all the plants and animals all the flora and fauna on uh in middle earth uh she created and uh she requested uh karumo saruman to bring bring along uh radagast uh yeah i I guess it's worth mentioning that they were all disciples of different uh yes 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 indeed um, so uh yeah uh Radagast was uh Yavanna's disciple uh Oloran right. was Manways and Kurumo uh, Oloran was actually Nienna's Oh yeah well I think he was under wasn't he under Manway but he like spent time with Nienna Oh yeah I'm sorry you're right you're absolutely yeah. right Apologize. And yeah, so he was sort of a you know Maya of the skies and stuff, but he yeah. spent a lot of time with Nienna in the gardens and things yeah. like that. Um, he, she taught him so, to cry. Yeah, basically, <laughs> well, <laughs> or at least yeah, be merciful. She, yeah, she she taught him mercy and pity. I mean, and that's 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 the most important part of that. Yeah, um, uh, and uh, uh, Kurumo uh, Saruman uh, studied under Aule. Yeah, interestingly. Amaya that also studied under Aule Sauron. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Birds of a feather. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. That um yeah. And well, I, I guess we can I don't think it's a fault of Aule, but uh, no, it's uh I think <laughs> but it's it is an interesting coincidence. Well, at least in Tolkien, I think loving loving progress for progress's sake and and being too obsessed with uh tinkering and and uh yeah you know yeah it can go too far yeah yes it's easy in his world it's seen as like a fault really and so yeah yeah saruman basically becoming too prideful uh and i guess in a way uh you know gandalf learned pity and saruman just completely stopped uh pitying the free peoples he just didn't care yeah, about I mean, their he, struggle anymore yeah he didn't uh he didn't even have pity for radagast i mean he was really irritated <laughs> that he had to bring along this uh spirit that he speaks very harshly of in the lord of the rings yeah radagast the fool radagast the bird tamer <laughs> yeah uh and obviously he didn't appreciate nature because you know, no, you know look, what, look what happened at the end industrious but, uh, son of a bitch he became <laughs> he was the he was the strongest of the order though yeah he saruman. was um, yeah he was yeah yeah he was the strongest of the order saruman the white so obviously uh you know they all have you know color distinctions all of them had staffs which seems to be staves well staves yeah. is the plural of staff oh is it Interesting. Yes. I did not. Wait. Yeah. I did not know that. Thank you for fun, teaching. Fun me fact that. for you. Yeah, it's like knives Good and knife. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Neat. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> I learned something new today. That's yeah. Awesome. Fun fact. <laughs> There's something you could actually I mean, learn. <laughs> yeah. Well, I knew the word staves, but I just realized I just assumed it was a uh, a different word, but it's the exact same word, just the plural. 
cool. Yeah, I'm sure uh, I'm gonna say staffs stairs. in the future at some point, and you can correct me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be like, actually, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it'll come full circle. So they all had staves, as well as a uh, color distinction: Gandalf the gray, Saruman the white, Radagast the brown, and Alatar and Palando are both the just really just known in um, in the published works. Uh, besides the Silmarillion uh, as the Blue Wizard. Um, I, I mean, assuming they were bl- the blue. I mean, maybe yeah. they just liked blue beforehand and insisted that's the color they got. Maybe, yeah. But it kind of implies um, they were of equal power. If Yeah, to each other, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But uh, Gandalf was the least of the Order, right? Um, As the Grey? I think uh, Radagast was actually the least of the Order. Because, well, if, if, you, mean, ask, it, it's, if it's, you ask Galadriel, uh, Gandalf was the best one. <laughs> and she turned I out think, to be I correct. think she meant, uh, yeah. um, you know, of character, you know, not of uh, mm. of power, which is obviously not. It, it's power is very hard to quantify in Tolkien. As we've it is, mentioned. Especially, yeah, especially with the wizards, because. You know they're instructed. The Astari are instructed to not reveal them themselves fully, which is to say that they're not they're not supposed to do magic. Not a lot. Like you know, there are certain situations yeah, where it's okay. Shows yeah, magic, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you're not supposed. Yeah, they're not they're not supposed to be uh, using their powers to defeat Sauron. The whole idea is that they um, inspire. Yeah, they inspire the free peoples. That's why they come to Middle Earth in the guise of older men. So that they uh, are perceived as wise and more, and less of a threat, so they're more likely to uh, have their counsels heeded. Yeah, and they're not seizing power for themselves. <clears throat> Saruman, <laughs> Saruman. Yeah, um, I think I don't remember exactly where this is, but I think it's written at some point either in the Silmarillion, maybe it was Unfinished Tales, that. Uh, the blue wizards themselves may have fallen into a similar trap as Saruman, but we just don't know. Um, they could have failed and did everything that they were supposed to do and still failed. Um, or they did actually help when they went east. We really don't know. There's not much on them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess we can just talk about them now because there isn't much. Um, yeah, yeah, they basically went, uh, if you're looking at a map, um, south of Mordor is... Uh, Harad and Far Harad is yes. sort of another bottom, uh, you know, southeast corner. Yeah, they basically just kept going off the map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I mean, the 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 famous map of Middle Earth. I mean, everybody pretty much knows uh, Christopher Tolkien's version of it. That's the the most commonly seen uh, version of the map. It's it's just yeah. the west of Middle Earth. There's an entire part. There's a huge part of the continent that we really don't know anything, very little about. Uh, the the, all we those... really know is um, sort of what came from there, and that's um, yeah. evil, basically. I mean, yeah. Yeah, originally well, men and and elves and, th- and things like that, they came yeah. from the east, but they, they were sort of, um, I guess it's implied and stated in some places that they were sort of escaping from evil. Uh, yeah, and I think... Um... Yeah, the the men of the men of the east, the Easterlings, the the Haradrim, uh, the Corsairs of Umbar. These are all peoples from. The idea is that Sauron corrupted these people, and that's why they're fighting. 
yeah, uh, with him because he's kind of dominated these uh, these regions. But in the uh, not necessarily because these men are inherently evil, and by men, yeah, no. Keep but, is really what I mean. You know, yeah, he, they were corrupted. Well, originally in the first stage, um, there were Easterlings, which you know, yeah. confusing because same name but a different group yeah. of people they, yeah it just meant men that came from the east and they had right. succumbed to morgoth's corruption originally yeah. so yeah it's kind of a, a similar deal but um anyway the so the east of the map is uncharted territory the blue wizards go Injury. into that territory and just never come back yeah, yeah, that we know of. Yeah, we we can assume that at some point they do return to Valinor in one way or another, but uh, that's all we know. I mean, we, yeah, we really there's, there's just nothing really <laughs> there's nothing hard uh, written about the Blue Wizards and what they actually did or didn't do. Which is it does leave an interesting opportunity that um, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I don't have any sort of adaptations just for the two of them. But uh, well, we might as well uh, we might as well cover that map now. All right, and a recast. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so it's, I, it's pretty lame. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need a gavel. Okay, get me. Yeah, a gavel. <laughs> I I promised you a gavel, and a gavel you shall have. <laughs> I just don't know. I mean, I yeah, it has to be Amazon. I don't know where else to even get a gavel. But, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna buy a lathe and I'm gonna make you one. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- now that's dedication. That uh, would actually be really cool. Yeah, it would. <laughs> but uh, so I was thinking about you know a recasting uh, for this episode, and um, I briefly considered recasting Sauron, but um, yeah, you know, we it, can't. I joked about recasting Gandalf and that was painful for me to joke about, but I just simply can't replace Christopher Lee. He was just really was the perfect person to play Saruman. Just a badass in every respect, the voice, the acting, the, the, the knowledge just, of the books just, and everything. Yeah. And just, I mean, just his charisma and presence. I mean, he was just perfect. He's the only guy who met Tolkien. Yeah, he did meet Tolkien. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, as a boy, which um, yeah, you know. it's pretty neat. But apparently, he, uh, you know, I think this is a legend more than it is confirmed. But the uh, yeah, the the legend is that Tolkien gave him permission to play Gandalf if there was ever a film uh, version of Lord of the Rings made. <laughs> well, he wanted um, Gandalf, but uh, he did I'm too good for Saruman. He's too perfect. Yeah, yeah. I sure he would have been great as Gandalf too, but then who would have played Saruman? Some a lesser actor. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. Which is which is the point. Which is why we've decided instead to cast the Blue Wizards. Yeah, the uh, only wizards who have never been cast actually. Yeah. So I guess it's not so much a recast as much as just a. I demand a casting. I demand a casting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and you know, whatever adaptation they end up being. I mean, they could potentially be in Rings of Power. Uh, um, you know, the yeah, timeline's all if... off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, because they, they come in the Third Age. So. Right. There are, yeah. So we have uh, an, uh, an Astar that appears is going to be Gandalf. It cert- certainly seems like that. That's what they seem to be hinting at in Rings of Power. Uh, yeah. 
and he's you know a couple thousand years early um, uh, yeah he really yeah he is <laughs> yeah but uh, let, let's not get into the rings yeah, of power not, uh yeah. timeline trap here <laughs> yeah uh, it's a, that uh, whole rabbit hole yeah yeah i'll kick things off um i wanted to go for like a dynamic that just might be weird on screen, but I just wanted to see how it would work for this duo. Um, more of a contentious dynamic. What do you think about hollow notes? <laughs> uh, I'm a hollow notes fan, so I'm highly in favor of that. As long as they do rich girl, <laughs> as long as they do rich girl I'm never, and man eater. But uh, <laughs> they, I mean, they were, they did not get along. Am I, I'm correct in that. Like towards uh, the end of their career. Well, I mean, they've been touring lately. I'm not really sure. I mean, no, I know. I mean, Daryl Hall definitely became like the more popular of the of the two of them. John Oates, is the definitely the Garfunkel. Yeah, so he's the, the yeah, their, he's the um, he's the uh, Alatar, and then you know his buddy Palando. <laughs> yeah, so the, the you can come to John Oates. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I figured um, you know might bring a, a like interesting dynamic uh, to those two. Uh, you know, I'm like not that. actors, but yeah, it could work. You got anything? Yeah, uh, yeah, I have a couple ideas. All right, so my first, my initial idea, and I gotta tell you, this is inspired. Ooh. Tenacious D. Ooh, I Jack love Black that. Yes. and Kyle Gass. And now we wizards. have to make the Wiz Kids a thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they've already, yeah. <laughs> We're Spam halfway really there. Happen. Yeah, Christopher yeah. Lee <laughs> can sing. Uh, we know Jack, yeah, we Jack got Black to, can sing. Yeah, we got Kyle Gass can rip a guitar. Yeah. We just need, Jack Black is now going to play like three different roles in the Legendarium so far. You know, he's and I'm absolutely, he's I'm, be, I'm, yeah. I'm cool with it <laughs> yeah oh, uh, we didn't even mention tom yeah he would be great as tom Bombadil. he i mean he really he really would he's singy and silly and i feel like that he's got the right energy to play tom Bombadil. but that's not what we're talking about today yeah tenacious d no i that is yeah. uh that is inspired you were right i, I, was, I was very i was very proud of myself for that one <laughs> <laughs> i like how we've picked two musical groups but at least they're uh they have acting chops <laughs> yeah well my other pick is musical and can do acting okay let's hear it Cheech and Chong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, do you think Tommy like, Chong and Cheech it, Marin would be very, very funny Blue it, Wizards? It would explain why they disappeared because they just went out into the East, discovered hash, and just never came back. <laughs> they got lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're just yeah, they're just they're just smoking hashish out in the desert, and they yeah, they just kind of got lost, and they just keep going further east. They're like, no man, I swear, it's, it's I right swear, around turned here, around. Man. We're going west right now, man. <laughs> and they're just, they're just, they just keep going east. It's like, oh, the sun sets in the, <laughs> in the western, right? Okay, man. Sorry. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> did you have a, did you have another uh, idea? I, yeah, I, I have another one duo? more. Um, Ooh, and I, I know I said uh, not to include this guy earlier, but uh, The Rock and Kevin Hart. <laughs> i just that think it would also, be yeah having an yeah. alatar i mean i feel like kevin hart's got big palando energy 
Oh yeah, he's definitely the friend who gets brought along. Yeah, <laughs> he just sort of tags along, and then it, the the That's Rock so is just funny. this powerful, wise wizard. Obviously, uh, once again, a younger sort of take on <laughs> yeah. the wizards, but uh... <laughs> Alatar always flexing his pecs underneath his robes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his uh, his staff is just a, a barbell. Uh, <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's just a uh, 45 pound bar yeah. <laughs> uh yeah and so Kevin Hart is a tiny little toothpick <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> yeah he's just got an actual little stick um yeah yeah so i mean i think uh, i mean we've a lot got of philly guys for this uh, yeah you you have some oh, are, guys. Many... kevin kevin hart and uh and, and hall and oates are uh, all philadelphia fellas so yeah you wouldn't uh, pennsylvania man over here would i mean you know yeah. every celebrity from <laughs> yeah, let's from get quest love in there too right <laughs> <laughs> well yeah maybe <laughs> i mean if uh, they'll but be at the Bill bottom Cosby. of the list no, yeah, not Bill yeah, Cosby. I think I think we can just leave him. They can bring yeah. him with them and then just leave him in the desert as well. <laughs> yeah, uh... that's right. Lucky <laughs> Doctor Cosby. <laughs> Ooh, anyway. hard stance to take. <laughs> but, uh, uh, it's it's really not. I don't think it's a very <laughs> no, it's controversial <laughs> position to take. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, I think we've got a pretty solid lineup. Um, yeah, we got options. And I'm very, down. I'm down to go for options. Tenacious D first, but that's only if Jack Black isn't uh, isn't already Tom Bombadil or somebody else. Yeah, in this. <laughs> it's yeah. one of the Valar or something. Yeah, or which which Valar do we cast him as? Uh, I suggested Owl-A? him for Aule. Yeah, um, good, if we yeah. didn't have uh, if we couldn't get Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah still. But Nick Offerman's just too good for that. Yeah, it's. I know he's a Tolkien fan, so. <laughs> so, um, do you want to just do you want to talk about why each of the wizards failed and Gandalf succeeded? Sure. Yeah. So, uh, we we covered the blue wizards pretty well. I think we we don't know what happened to them. We just know that they did not succeed. I mean, yeah, they just sort of were they were errant. They just sort of yeah. never succeeded in their own actual quest yeah no they just they just didn't uh radagast uh radagast the brown is uh, he failed because he completely ignored the free peoples of middle earth <laughs> yeah and uh, supposed to help and got uh really bogged down just just hanging out with all the plants and the animals yeah uh, he's yeah. just a nature lover man yeah he's he's easily distracted and uh <laughs> yeah he just Hanging out yeah, with uh, the birds and the beasts and stuff. I mean, he uh, was just a hippie with ADHD, basically. And yeah, I mean, I find it. Him. Yeah, I always found it odd that he didn't. I mean, Mirkwood's really not all that far because that's where he ended up living in in Rostabel, Roscabel, Roscabel. In, in, in Mirkwood. Um, uh, yeah, it's like in the edge of Mirkwood. It's actually very near. Um, they uh, also right. Oh, well, it's I think south of Bjorn's house, but it's um it, yeah, yeah west of uh Amunlank, which is um uh Dolgodor. Right, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, it's not it's too far north, from there. I think it's like northwest of Dolgodor, yeah. Because yeah. that's already in the southwestern corner of of, uh, of Mirkwood. But yeah. But the point is Fangorn's not all that far away, so it was kind of surprised me the idea that you'd think he would have gone and visited the Ents in Fangorn. 
right? Or at least done more for the forest. Like, yeah, dumb. Yeah, I know. He really, <laughs> it's like, you know, orcs invaded Mirkwood and, and we don't hear about Radigas doing a single damn thing about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they were just sort I of mean, like, you would, you would hope he would just rally together an army of woodland creatures. Yeah. I mean, I mean, those spiders were big, but think about, you know, like 800 squirrels versus a giant spider. spider. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You could have done something. Just isolate them one at a time. I mean, you yeah, were... there, there are bears. We know there are bears that are generally, uh, at least they're, they're certainly not evil if they're not in it, particularly on the, anybody else's side, but they're not, yeah. they're not, I mean, evil they don't like either. evil. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But, uh, Bayorn's friends with them and he hates orcs and we know he's a good guy. So, yeah. well, but anyway, so that's that's why Radigas failed. He got bogged. <laughs> yeah, he got bogged down. Um, Saruman is, uh, <laughs> I think yeah. it's fairly obvious why he failed because uh, you know he allied himself with Sauron slash tried to become Sauron. <laughs> he tried yeah, to get the ring say, for he, himself. Sauron or Saruman basically thought he was better than Sauron, oh, yeah. and that he he allied himself out of convenience. Basically, just yeah, assuming was, that was, men would lose. Yeah, he was hedging his bets. He didn't feel like the free peoples could overcome Sauron. So his idea was to either join slash supplant Sauron and become. Uh, I mean, Saruman wouldn't wouldn't think of himself as a as a as the new Dark Lord if he had obtained the One Ring. But that's exactly what he would have become. Yeah. Uh, but, well, I mean. I don't know how honest uh, upfront he was with himself about it. I mean, no, yeah, oh yeah, no, he was definitely bl- believed that he would order things for the better. Yeah, but I mean, he's so did Sauron. Just, uh, yeah, I was going to say he had very things, similar though. ideals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's why it's interesting to point out that they were both, you know, students or servants of Aule. That again, I don't think it's Aule's fault. <laughs> yeah, he but just... um. I mean, the but dwarves yeah. were servants of, or uh, sort of uh, creations and, and followed yeah. after Aule, and they there were... were some wicked dwarves, but overall, they uh, they're on the side of I good. Mean, yeah, I think it's just sort of like men, you know, elves yeah. weren't really corruptible, but everybody else was, uh, yeah, open to it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Saruman, even if you forget everything that happened at, uh, at Isengard, uh, where he, cre- he made all these armies of orcs and brought Dunlindings and, uh, everybody in to just fight the free peoples. Uh, let's say forget all of that. After he's defeated there, he goes to the Shire and really screws up the whole place. Yeah. Just out of spite. I mean... Just out of spite. Yeah. I, I guess he got mad after he failed at failing to do his job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah he, he really failed to do his personally. job <laughs> yeah just started started going off doing his own thing failed at that and then yeah. succeeded in really messing things up but then ultimately failed again yeah he gets, <laughs> he, he gets himself shanked so <laughs> yeah. uh and you know let that be a lesson you know uh yeah don't be, hang be out a, with <laughs> be a jerk well, that too. <laughs> Being a jerk doesn't pay, but also don't, don't hang be, out I guess with uh, Grima. <laughs> and, and definitely don't bully him to the point where he wants to stab you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe just like a flat don't bully people. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good message for everybody, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think that's um, that's what we get from this. Uh, yeah. But then and, uh, uh, Gandalf. Gandalf, the only one who succeeds because, well, 
I mean, y'all have he's, seen the movie. Yeah, he's the man. <laughs> yeah, he uh, does exactly what he's supposed to do. Does it very well. Does it so well, in fact, that he dies and gets brought back with a power bump. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he becomes and, uh, the most powerful of all of them after he comes yeah. back. Yeah, he 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 takes uh takes Saruman's place as the. Uh, well, it should be mentioned. The, sorry. Yeah. Uh, in the movies, they, I don't think they even cover it, but uh, in the book, I don't know if they do in the extended edition, but Saruman basically rejects the his the color of his order. He yeah. calls himself Saruman of the Many Colors. He wears yeah, like a glittering he, rainbow robe. Yeah, which uh, Gandalf, when he first sees him, does not realize that it's a it's multicolored. He thought he was still clad in white until he moved and saw the shimmer of his cloaks. And it was all this multicolored kind of, I'm imagining sort of like an oil slick, you know, when you look at it in different lights yeah. and it's moving, you know, something like he, that. He got the holographic robes on. <laughs> yeah, Saruman <laughs> of the holograph, yeah. <laughs> so uh, it, it yeah. sort of just represents his overall... Um, it was like he was uh rejection of his of his duty really yeah yeah, yeah. i mean that was that what he was assigned of uh, you know in his order by yeah. the, the gods and he yeah. just decided he was better than that <laughs> yeah right another case of uh people who should know better and know that the gods are real and exist uh just not listening to what they say <laughs> yeah looking at you numenor but yeah, there you go. <laughs> let's we'll table that Our for another episode. Our <laughs> on. Yeah. Uh, so you know, speaking of Gandalf, I uh, I actually have a Mad Men of the West lined up for us. We've got All a sponsor, right. Zerb. All right, that's great news. Who's the who's the sponsor for our sponsor. future adaptations? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I knew not to get my hopes up that it was a sponsor for our show. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> I think I would probably not bring that up on the show. But uh... yeah, I'm, 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 I've been burned before. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if you remember these ad campaigns from. I mean, I, I think they were earlier than this as well, but uh, around the turn of the millennia. Mm-hmm. Weird way to put it, but you know, around the, the <laughs> late nineties, uh, yeah. uh, Gandalf tells us uh, to always follow our nose. You know who else mm. used to say that? Who's that? Toucan Sam. We're <gasps> we're getting sure sponsored did. by uh, Fruit Loops. All maybe. right. I mean, they <laughs> yeah, are kind of cool. they, they they are rings. <laughs> yeah, it's it's also tangentially related, and um, yeah, I think. Um, <laughs> So I think we're we're down in Moria, and uh, Gandalf's just like you know he's lost. He can't figure out which way to go. He doesn't remember. I have no memory of this place. And then he he sits down, and uh, you know I think we might do like a twist on it. No, no. He sits down. He looks over at Frodo, and he says, "When in doubt." Always follow your nose. And he just pulls out a bowl of Fruit Loops and just starts <laughs> eating them. And then uh, I don't think that uh, the yeah. ad people probably want us to, in, in you know, imply anything about the crazy <laughs> sugar content. But he gets a rush of energy. <laughs> well, and, it's also uh, made with whole grains and it's part of a healthy breakfast. 
Yeah, with uh, you know, four servings of fruit and uh, yeah, it's, yeah and like an omelet, like a, it, yeah. a Greek omelet, and <laughs> yeah, and a and a bread and the small and, yeah. small bowl of fruit Fruit Loops in the corner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, very healthy part of a breakfast. <laughs> yes, it's it it is a small part of a, of a balanced breakfast, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah, wait, you know, I haven't seen cereal think... commercials in a while, but uh yeah, yeah, I nor I. They're going to have to start doing embedded branding basically. Just yeah, I mean, I also haven't watched live television in years, so <laughs> Yeah, it's a good it does make this segment hard cuz I don't know what Yeah, well, that's why it's product is. placement, man. That's Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's got to be hard to get like Ford Fusion into. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially since we already have uh, we already we have, have Wrangler, Wrangler. As, <laughs> yeah, as, as our vehicle sponsor, at least for the room. <laughs> yeah. uh, so yeah, I um, think it's a great idea. I think it's a fantastic you. idea. Thank you. Yeah, I, and uh, uh, we do know Gandalf does have like a slightly larger than average nose, so you know. It kind yeah. of works. He's, he can play our toucan Sam. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's the place of yeah. certainly, uh, certainly can evoke him. Yeah, toucan so, Sam Dolph. <laughs> toucan yeah, Sam Dolph. This is getting all right. Yeah. You know, a little just, you could have just, <laughs> just let it go. You could have just let it go, son. I'm sorry for. <laughs> <laughs> for dragging that bit back and back out into the light. <laughs> yeah, it was. Look, I I, I swung big. And it was a big strike. It's just what it is. All right, moving on. <laughs> so, uh, is there anything else you wanted to touch on with the Wizards, or should I get on to uh, my last reoccurring segment here? Uh, yeah, I think that covers it for the Wizards uh, for now. I mean, we will they'll certainly be mentioned again. I mean, <laughs> yeah. as we were saying before the show, we could give a whole big long segment to just Gandalf, and we probably will because yeah. He's our favorite. <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, but I think I think that's all right for the story for now. All right. Well, then, choo choo, we're pulling into Adaptation Station. All right, <laughs> let's do it. What do you have for us today, Sean? With Adaptation Station, I'm not even going to couch your Wizard Tank. <laughs> so imagine like Shark Tank. Sh- yes, Shark Tank, <laughs> but with the five wizards sitting in front of you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah, and well, um, off audience, I think that's harder than the actual <laughs> tank. Yeah, so uh, we, we got Wizard Tank, where the wise pass judgment on your ventures, your branding, and your plans to save Middle Earth. <laughs> so I think it's sort of a um, sort of a catch-all. That, uh, you know, they, it's not just it's not just how do we save Middle Earth. It's not just here's my entrepreneurial idea. It's just both, and it's just sort of randomly peppered throughout the episode. All right. You know, this is like, you know what? You know, Gimli comes on first thing, and he's like, I think I should just hit the ring with an axe. And they're (laughs) like, "Uh, you fucking idiot. That's not how this works. Uh, <laughs> and they're like you know what just try it <laughs> and and he does it and it doesn't work and it's like all right well you know yep, that's, that's why we're, we're the wizards and we sit over here and you sit over there <laughs> and then Next. you know mary and pippin come on and they're like hey we want to open a tavern in the shire where they sell pints <laughs> <laughs> and 
you know, the other ones are like, I don't, what are you even? And then Gandalf's like, hey, you know what? That's a brilliant idea. Yeah, I like, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I, I'll, I'll invest. I, I, I'll invest. Uh, I, I don't know if they even have money. I, money is, I, I don't yeah, think ever the, even discussed. <laughs> well, no, it is. It is very briefly discussed in Lord of the Rings in, uh, and I, I just listened to a podcast. I don't remember which, who it was, so I can't shout you out. It might have been the Tolkien Road. Tolkien. Shout out. Oh, okay. <laughs> if it was you. I'll <laughs> um, oh, shout out either uh, way. <laughs> yeah, but they pointed out that one of the few places where uh, currency is mentioned is in Bree when uh, Barlamin buys uh, Build a Pony for, uh, for oh, Strider yes. and the Hobbit. Or yeah. a certain amount of silver pennies. I don't remember the exact, uh, the precise amount, but um, yeah. So silver pennies is, is used in Brie, at least. <laughs> um, All right. We'll give you uh, 5,000 silver pennies to start your business. <laughs> I don't know. I did the, are there gold pennies I, or I, shillings? I, I, or, you you I would assume, assume, but I would uh, assume yeah. it's, it is a British sort of currency i mean pennies it would be are, but... a british sounding currency for sure yeah, certainly, I, I, yeah. yeah but uh yeah it's it's actually interesting to think about that's for how fleshed out uh this whole world is uh currency is barely mentioned at all other well, than just it, like gold is valuable we know that yeah. i mean uh, he just doesn't really real is valuable but he doesn't really yeah. um get into any nitty nitty gritty in yeah. his world it's all sort of grand stuff there they barely ever mention food they barely ever mention money yeah there's basically no mention of trade anything uh, like that uh, yeah well yeah i mean they mentioned they uh, trades mentioned at least in the hobbit like dale uh trades yeah with, uh, but the dwarves and everything like there is we know that there is trade that but it never exists. gets granular it's not like uh, yeah no we're not we, there's it, no exchange rates mentioned or anything no like that. It, <laughs> but it's not like george r. r martin or something where the world is very yeah. uh gr- like gritty and granular uh yeah more realistic it's you know it's a fairy story it's it's not meant you're not yeah. meant to be worried about the little details like that it's sort of yeah a, you just assume that there is some currency that is used some places i mean you could argue uh and, and in fact I, I i would argue that the shire there's probably not too much exchange of actual currency it seems like it's kind of this like bartering sort of stuff a lot of the time yeah it's like bartering and like a community thing like like they know every they they all know each other so like they're not going to let their neighbors starve if they're not as well off you know it's like they're not necessarily so it's it's hard to say and i i hesitate to use the word like an uh anarchical society because (laughs) anarchy is such like it's a a commune negative the shire is a commune but yeah, effectively, I think that's a fair day <laughs> that it is kind of a commune that they they live together in peace because they just look out for each other for the okay. most part. Even. Maybe it's communal, not a commune. Uh, yeah, There's yeah, some yeah. Difference there. Well, I mean, yeah, but it's so, the same root word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but even so, <laughs> comes down to community. They 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 take care of each other in the Shire. Uh, so I think uh, in this anyway. I, I think maybe they just don't. Money's not even involved. It's just sort of like, you know what? That is a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Like you should do that. And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, well, Gandalf will put a blessing on your beer, just like he did for Bar <laughs> in Barlam and Butterbur. So, yeah. uh, so I think uh, that's basically it for us. Then, yeah. Would you Wizard like tank. to 
<laughs> it was a dick. Would you like to uh, to bring us uh, bring us home with a uh, font of misinformation uh, here? <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, I actually do have something uh, prepared for this today. Wow. Uh, so today's today's episode's Tolkien fun fact. Tolkien loved ballpoint pens. He hated fountain pens because they always leaked on him, and he always made a mess of them with his hands. He only ever used Bic ballpoint pens. Oh, Bic. Specifically. Bic specifically. That was his favorite one. Yeah. This they're, feel, they're cheap. They come the in way you're saying like it, it just seems like that. I, I hate to say it, it just seems untrue. The way you're saying it. <laughs> does it? Does it seem untrue? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, it sounds like you've come. You've come to us with a wonderful Tolkien fact. Listen, I spent hours researching this. How dare you accuse me of half-assing this segment? Hours, hours on the ballpoint. Okay. Uh, well, then thank Listen, you. I'm a slow reader. <laughs> slow, it's slow to read the Wikipedia page. <laughs> I just found out big words like uh, pen. pen. <laughs> is that how you say it? Is that its pronunciation? Uh, yes, I, you know, it, you know, we're no philologists here, but um, <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> the tough stuff to the big guy himself. So, yeah, would you like to uh, uh, tell the people where they can reach us and stuff? Yeah, like that? if anybody wants to uh, contact us with questions, comments, concerns, complaints, uh, just showering us with praise about how great we are, you can do so at do Lord one. of wrongs podcast at gmail.com that's lord of the wrongs podcast at gmail.com <laughs> well with that uh i guess we say namarie namarie friends we'll see you next time